This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, this is Jeff Fisher. We'll get to the podcast. First, though, what if there was a progressive liberal phone company targeting conservative candidates and organizations? Would you want to switch to a conservative phone company to help fight against their liberal agenda or do nothing and accept that as the cost of owning a phone? Well, now you can take action. That's why Patriot Mobile was created. Patriot Mobile offers nationwide talk, text, and high-speed 4G LTE data and donates up to 5% of your monthly bill to a conservative organization of your choice. You get the same quality service, the latest and greatest phones, along with competitive prices. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze or call 877-367-7524. Finally, a mobile phone company that supports the conservative values that you believe in. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze or call 877-367-7524. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. So let's talk a little TV. There's a little TV. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Black Mirror just dropped uh, on Netflix. It's up. Uh, uh, just just came down. You can watch that again. Which Some of those uh, episodes are fascinating. It's kind of, uh, you know, a modern Twilight Zone-ish kind of show. Uh, you had, uh, uh, I just got an alert. From Netflix, that uh, the fall with Gillian Anderson uh, series three is going to drop the 29th of this month. Great, outstanding. Looking forward to that. The first two seasons were tremendous. Um, so they better better hop sing on season three. It better be good. And then, of course, this weekend. I mean, I can't can't go without mentioning the show. Uh, that uh, that premieres this weekend, uh, The Walking Dead, uh, season seven premieres. Um, and then I was sent a video that recapped uh, the players and the seasons of Walking Dead with John Cleese uh, voicing it. Now, I'm going to play it for you. It's, it's like, you know, three or four minutes long, and it's cute, and we'll see if we can make it through the whole thing. Uh, the audio pretty much makes sense uh, for the show. But what disappointed me was is at the very end of the stupid video, it says, you know, The Walking Dead premiere uh, October 24th. Uh, No. Uh, No. Oh, so so you're saying the 24th is when Walking Dead, uh, did you say that on the air or just to me? I hate that so much. Please, please, dear Lord. When you say something, please talk on the air. I assume it's for uh, the date in England, the premiere in England. Oh, that's possible. Also, duh. I mean, that's, uh, that makes sense, I guess. I guess I'm going to have to I'll look that up. Look that up. See if that's right. That very well could be. So, uh, you know, the, the end of the video is correct. <laughs> Just play the stupid video and it'll see the audio. It's really good. Walking Dead recap of all seven seasons. Season seven of The Walking Dead is on the way, which I'm sure you already know, unless you've been living under a rock, hiding under a tank, or being held captive by a nutter with a baseball bat called Lucille. But I'm oh, oh, getting ahead of myself. Way. We start with Rick, who's essentially Clint Eastwood, but a bit more. They show him riding his horse in Atlanta. Uh, 
Now, poor old Rick falls into a coma, loses family, and wakes up to find the world overrun by zombies. Sorry, walkers. Walking Dead lesson one. Zombies are not called zombies. Rick beats Glenn. Oh, Cracking chap that can't grow a moustache to save his life. Daryl, the violent ah, sweetheart. Carol, who makes the remarkable transition from a meek housewife into a teacher who wouldn't pass an Ofsted inspection. Today, we are talking about knives. But pick of the bunch uh, is this charming fellow, Merle. Who the kind, forgiving, reasonable gang change the roof and leave for dead. Meanwhile, Rick finds his wife and his boy. Hooray! No, not hooray. Rick's busy Shane has been boffing his wife, Laurie, and playing daddy to his son, whose name I can't quite remember. Carl. Carl! Carl! Oh, that's it. Carl! The gang seek refuge Uh. at the CDC, the safest place on the planet. Walking Dead Lesson 2. There are no safe places. Thank you. If this is all getting a bit much for you, you'll be happy to know that our gang soon find themselves on a peaceful, tranquil farm, right? Wrong. We also say hello to Slicey McGee here, who's like Uma Thurman in Kill Bill, but with an unsettling fondness for exotic pets. Escaping the farm, the gang seek refuge in a heavily fortified, incredibly safe prison. You didn't forget lesson two already, did you? But there's a tiny ray of hope. Laurie has an adorable little baby girl. Hooray! No, not hooray. When will you learn? Oh, no. Andrea and Michonne bump into our old friend Merle, who's had a bit of work done. He kindly takes them to his new home, the idyllic Woodbury. Hmm, one-star trip advisor. Now, running this town is the governor. Oh, no, He's the got governor. the bad guy triple threat. Eye patch, jazzy nickname, fish tank full of heads. Yeah, a little Patchy wacky. Pete launches a savage murderous attack on the gang. But let's not focus on that. Let's focus on something nice, like, oh, I don't know, flowers. Just look at the flowers, Lizzie. Just look at the flowers. <laughs> oh, God, no, anything but that. No, don't look at the Walking flowers. Dead, no, no. Lesson three. Never look at the flowers. The gang move on, but immediately run into a rather uncivilized bunch called the Claimers, who've presumably walked 500 miles to get there, and it's up to the gang to stop them walking 500 more. They buddy up with Abraham and Eugene, who are heading to Washington from their home, presumably the set of Magnum (laughs) P.I. Everyone follows a train track to the safety of this lovely-looking place. Welcome to Terminus. The folk at Terminus invite survivors around for dinner, and Uzi Bob gets legless at a barbecue. You taste much better than we thought you would. We wind up in Alexandria, an impenetrable, cordoned-off utopia. (laughs) Walking Dead Lesson 4, stop forgetting Lesson 2. Finally, Hard we make a new enemy. The saviors, run by the charming Negan, our pants who kidnaps them and decides which of our beloved heroes will meet a sticky end. But who will We're survive Negan's bloody beating and incessant rhyming? We'll have to watch season seven to find out. Any, maybe, mighty, mighty, Think about it. So, John, is that right? You couldn't check? Did I not? All right. 
Anyway, it's really good, and I'm looking forward to The Walking Dead tomorrow night. Uh, here in Dallas, it will be on at 8 p.m., and it's 9 p.m. Eastern, and it's going to be 90 minutes. And I feel like the first, my first gut reaction, if you listen to our podcast, Talking Walking Dead, that I do with Jason Buttrell and Brad Staggs, you know, we, you know, we've kind of tried to walk around, see what the first episode, this premiere episode would be like and what would happen. And there's been so many, so many stories and so many things that could have happened and what, you know, the outcome was. And they've kept it pretty tight lipped. Uh, Walking Dead is great at that. Um, they, uh, who's going to die. And we pretty much, my guess, my original guess was that we wouldn't find out, uh, who died. They would replay it and take us to the end. And then we're going to go to, uh, we're going to go to the new, uh, kingdom, which is, uh, the kingdom, which is a zoo. And, uh, the zoo, uh, is the other, is the new, is another kingdom outside of Negan's area that Rick is in. And so they're going to, they're going to meet up and, uh, hopefully take over for Negan, get rid of that bastard. But that's going to be a long year for, for him. It's going to be a long year for Negan with his bat Lucille of which, uh, walking dead sent me one as a gift. And I'll thank him again. Cause I love it. It's beautiful. My kids were busy taking pictures with it, <laughs> but speaking of zoos, I mean, really, I see a story in, about from North Korea about the smoking chimp. I see a story about the National Zoo uh, where the elephant uh, has got uh, you know arthritis and problems walking. So we've got designer shoes for the elephant. Okay. And then I see the Philadelphia Zoo. We're all happy. We've got the the new baby gorilla that was born. We named it online Amani, which means peace in Swahili. Ugh. Okay. I, I, should we have zoos anymore? Should we? Do we need zoos, really? I mean, the circus has uh, discontinued elephants. They're living in Florida, just wandering around the, their Florida home in Lakeland. And we know we see zoos were started because we never saw animals, right? I mean, that we didn't see around the world different animals. You went to the zoo to see, oh, my gosh, that's what the animals are over there. But now we know all the animals. We see them on television. We see different ones. When new ones are discovered, we find out about it immediately thanks to the Internet. Do we really need zoos? I mean, do we really need to encase these animals in a zoo, I, mean, I don't know. I'm asking. I don't. You know, uh, from the you know right. The, my gut reaction says uh, no. We don't. But then you start thinking about you know, I don't know. Do animals last? Do certain species last? And you know, you get into that kind of argument. But I'm just thinking. I, I don't know. It might be time to uh, uh, have the zoos be a thing of the past. The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. (laughs) 
The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. 